Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 93, recorded January 28th, 2024. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. It's a new year and we're back again from our virtual visit to the Sundance Film Festival. Woo! Woohoo! One of these days we'll go for real and not sleep. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Could happen. Could happen, yeah. Yeah, It's. Uh, I've been to Park City, though. I went there... In the summer, though, so it was like it's a very nice little city. It's very cute. Curious to see what it'd be like covered in snow. Um, but yeah, so yeah, with the the virtual thing that all of us could have gone to out there in the internet land. But um, yeah, so we got three picks for you this year, um, and I got an additional one. But yeah, so Tim, here's my question: Do we want to have? So we had ourselves an addiction tri- triple feature, but do we want to? Do we want to talk about our daddy issues tr- double feature or? are just well like legit addiction double feature first i don't know which one do you which one should we focus on uh um so which one's first i guess i mean we could just uh suppose we could go alphabetical we could we certainly could um in which case we would begin with exhibiting forgiveness which is a daddy issues movie (laughs) Uh, wait, do, do, do my affirmation joke from earlier it's not just a daddy issues movie i'm just you know simplifying um so it, yeah it is it yeah. is more that than uh, than perhaps the others are mm-hmm. so this is a movie starring andre holland who played he was in he was in moonlight um at the he was in the last chunk of moonlight mm-hmm. and he is an artist who is trying to get things ready um, to have his mom move into his house and then his strange father shows up into the situation and so that's shaking things up and he we see a lot of really cool art stuff because this film is made by a painter um this is his first uh he, he had started making a documentary about about more or less i guess more or less about himself but then decided that he needed that he needed that like layer of fiction to feel <laughs> to feel like to, yeah. to make it more real to uh, which is a weird thing to say but that's like i there's there's truth to that i understand where he's coming from yeah, um, I, I forget exactly how he put it in the Q&A, but it was it was something to that effect. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so this is by Titus Gaffar, who is a who is an artist. Um, you can and a very successful artist. And a lot of his a lot of his art is, you know, showcased throughout the film. And it is, you know, a pretty good film. The it's very real. It's very visceral. Um, it is not an easy watch and it is very sad, um, but <laughs> not like. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm being maybe I'm being too simple. I don't know, Tim. You talk about it. Well, so um, simple fact is a lot of stuff that that comes out of Sundance is these are typically you know independent films. Lots of independent that, filmmakers purpose, have yeah. lots of things to say that are just really really sad or <laughs> weird or or both. Yeah, uh, or as, both. As, yeah. As, as as in the case yeah. of some of these movies, so. I mean that's that's not so unusual in and of itself. Uh, mm-hmm. This this is yeah it, it's 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 very depressing. There are some some bits that are kind of surreal where he's he's sort of interacting with his his own memories through the medium of his painting and mm-hmm. through the through the lens of you know more more recent events. But no, I I actually I really enjoyed it overall. Mm-hmm. It, like like you said, it is sad and it's depressing, but I I felt all the characters had a lot of depth. They were all very, very real to me. And it was, it was easy to get in the space next to them and, 
get involved in in what was going on in the story mm-hmm. yeah i think it's i think it's i think it's well made um i can't decide if american fiction helped it or hurt it for me all in all um because <laughs> i feel like american fiction is kind of making a comment on these kinds of stories to a certain extent but yes, at the and, same and time no, it's not exactly we'll, yeah. like that at the same time um yeah. there is like you know some trauma porn to it um which you know which which does get made fun of um in american fiction but um it's i you know they're, they're separate things they're different stuff but um yeah the yeah. uh because this movie is not funny um that and it's not supposed to be funny it's like yeah um i don't know like i think it's a very good film i think it's worth checking out when it comes around i this it did get picked up but i i couldn't figure out who i heard that it had been it had found a distributor but it hadn't gotten there yet so when this comes out like this is something to definitely seek out because Andre Holland's performance is super good. It's um like I think I'm not sure if it's like the best I've seen him do, but it's definitely up there with what he did in in Moonlight. Um, and mm. he didn't even have as much to do in Moonlight, so that's right. That's that's worth it right there for me. Yeah, I I mean I I also couldn't help but think about American Fiction, which is a, a movie we'll talk about in the very near future on another episode, probably the um, next episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, you're you're not wrong. It kind of both helped and hurt for me mm-hmm. be, because sort of the the point of of that one or one of its points was yes, there's an aspect of that, but that doesn't mean that those stories are necessarily false or yeah, wrong exactly. or purely commercial. There's there's a lot that's that that is and can be real there, and this like like you said before we recorded is kind of in in sort of a middle ground it's mm-hmm. it's an, it's not you know okay it doesn't tick all of those boxes and it's 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 not just a, a caricature it's yeah yes i feel like i've seen movies like this and and stories like this before mm-hmm. but this one is very well done mm-hmm. and it it doesn't feel contrived or yeah I mean, it's, I complained about the the trauma porn of it earlier, but I mean, like, it's not like it's not genuine in how yeah, it uses it. Yeah. It's like there is no, there's no, like, it doesn't, there isn't part of it that seems like it's not true or something. Yeah. So it 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 all all feels authentic, and I mean, I of course I I I say that I don't have necessarily the same experiences that I can relate yeah. to, right? But that's that's the point. It's you know we're we're listening mm-hmm. to other people's Empathy stories machines. here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, but definitely worth checking out when it comes along. And so then our, so I get alphabetically, <laughs> uh, the next thing would be In the Summers, which mm-hmm. is another Daddy Issues movie. <laughs> yeah. Going back to that. And I, I'm really, okay, like, I feel bad, you know, reducing it to this because um, it's more than just that. But um, so somebody is going to make the tagline or, or the summation that uh, In the Summers is a um it's a it's boyhood meets after sun and that's not incorrect um Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more than that but it's definitely i understand where that kind of like thought would come from because it's about a a father's relationship to his daughters during the summers hence the title Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and and so like and that that plays in a similar manner like you can't help but think of after sun if you if you saw after sun last last year and and it has this boyhood aspect of it because it's we are retreated to four different summers throughout time yeah this is the the first film of alessandra lacaraza um who is a colombian filmmaker and it is you know it takes place in you know southern new mexico it's very hot looking um and we see 
the how this relationship with um the so it's um these two siblings and their dad and how things get strained and how things change throughout time it's the thing i really liked about it is it really trusts its audience to fill in the holes and that's something that really like you know i really appreciated that because i didn't have to have it spoon fed to me and i particularly dug that um which might have been something that perhaps boyhood did a little too much like i i also feel bad bringing up boyhood and after some because it makes it seem like it's trying to ape on those movies when i think it's really being its own thing it's just those are the way i described it is the best way to pitch it to someone you know yeah yeah Yeah. well yeah in in kind of the the same way that um avatar had been described as a sci-fi spin on dances with wolves it's like that's Mm -hmm. also not wrong but that's kind of a disservice to both movies as well i don't know dances with wolves really sucks um (laughs) (laughs) that's another conversation yeah um (laughs) yeah but no i mean you're 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 not wrong i was very much reminded of boyhood watching this Mm -hmm. movie um it it seemed less pretentious much more down to earth than than did boyhood it's not nearly as long Mm -hmm. a movie as boyhood was which really helps yeah and it's it feels more authentic than boyhood did strangely just which is odd because like they spent all those years making that movie and they had this like camaraderie and this chemistry with each other but for some reason this felt realer even though the 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 daughters the actors um the actors uh, the actors portraying the daughters change throughout mm-hmm. the film mm-hmm. and so like that was so like that that's just an interesting thing to like kind of compare with well yeah i i, I feel like you know where boyhood maybe you know over the many years that they spent filming it you know mm-hmm. okay here's here's a couple of scenes we're just going to do a couple of scenes you know any given slice of time was going to be more or less candid to that specific time right without any sort of preconception in terms of a a script necessarily Mm -hmm. whereas this felt like it was pretty well planned out start to finish it's like you know okay Mm -hmm. the 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 filmmaker knows okay this is this is kind of where they start and 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 this happens and then this happens and then later these things happen Mm -hmm. and it's 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 not really about the narrative as as much as it's as it is, you know, just observing the the relationships that they they have with each other over these these periods of time, but you know, I, I I feel like we had sort of an idea that the filmmaker already knew where the movie was going to end mm-hmm. and the bits that came in between when they started making the movie. Unlike Boyhood, where they were just right. kind of going along to see what would happen, and that's not a bad thing. Um, no, it <laughs> like, is not. Yes, and um, that's um, that, there's 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 some pluses to that. I'm not gonna lie. There's some there's pluses to not knowing where you're going either. But uh, sure, yeah. sure. Um, for this particular story, it was it was it was uh, a good thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, this is all. So this is the first um, first acting role for Residente, who is a Spanish um, music artist, and he you know does a surprisingly good job for a first time for a first time gig. Like I was actually very impressed with his with his portrayal. Um, yeah. And he is he is constant throughout the movie, um, so like he is he is the dad through all four summers that we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I I agree. Uh, felt felt very credible. Yeah, I I I bought what he was selling at, at pretty much yeah. every point. So mm-hmm. yep, yep. 
Yeah. So yeah, that one, uh, again, like I, like I'm going to recommend checking that one out. Um, of the three, that's the one that I liked the most, but, um, yeah, so the, the, yeah, that's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You got anything else to no, no, I did not I, consider I, transitions here like at all. Um, nope. Nope. I, I, I think we just got to go with it in the summers, um, in the summers one, uh, the grand jury prize. So I think it's going to get a fair amount of love out there. Um, so like when you see the trailers for it, it's going to have those like seals and stuff on it and all that. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yep. Um, all right. And then that brings us to our last movie and that is little death, which is by, I think it's, I'm going to, again, a name I'm going to mess up, but I think it is yeah, Jack Begert or Begert. Maybe it's Begert. Um, so Jack Begert is a music video director. And so this is, it's kind of two movies in one. And you're going to like one of the movies more than the other movie. But the first movie is about David Schwimmer trying to write um, a movie kind of based on his, his experience and the Hollywood system not really letting him do that. That's like the simplest way for me to put it without going too yeah. spoilery i think yeah yeah um and it has kind of this like Bo, like i did not see Bo is afraid but everything because I, I will sit down and watch it at some point but there were enough three-hour movies i was gonna have to see this year and um um but it has has a very Bo is afraid kind of random aesthetic where there's like cutaways to you know kind of like fight club too that there'll be like cutaways to like a like a quickly edited thing um very frenetic so like that's the first part of the movie and then the, the latter part of the movie is about these two 20 somethings who have a taco truck and they have a dog sort of sort of um In both cases. yeah they're trying to get their stuff back that's kind of the the other they yeah. are like uh, they are connected they <laughs> like the it so, isn't like they're, yeah yeah, yeah. You, you you said this was two movies in one it's it's sort of two movies kind of clumsily welded together at one specific point it just uh -huh. it you know one movie sort of just stops and then the other one starts right there and and that's that's it yeah yeah um but yeah this is uh, so this is the addiction movie i mean all three movies have something to do with addiction to an extent um but this one is this this one is more about it um, because there's like a whole thing about pills all like kind yeah. of all throughout the movie <laughs> um yeah yeah so like that one this one this one may be more so than exhibiting forgiveness but exhibiting forgiveness also has like a lot of addiction stuff going on too, so. it does uh, it does yeah um but so this movie is you know it's interesting um i will say that it was i will say it was different from the other ones and that this is the kind of thing from sundance that you know i kind of want i want something that's maybe a little bit challenging a little bit unusual um and like this one is like a hard for me to recommend one um, when it comes out into the open. It's uh, it's interesting to see David Schwimmer be this character because we're so used to him being being Ross. And oftentimes he was still just playing a variation of Ross when he was in movies. And so he's yeah. not really doing that here, which is, you know, good for him. And I do kind of dig the style of the whole film. But the it's I don't know. This is going to be one that, you know, I'm not going to say go to the theater for it. I would say stream it, I guess, if you're, if you have an interest in it. Yeah. Whereas the other two, I would say, yeah, go check them out in the theater if you're, if you're into them. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think I can get on board with that. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I also would have a hard time recommending this to just about anybody. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what's challenging about this movie. It's like, maybe, hmm, yeah. 
Is there is there anything to recommend this? I'm not I mean, certain. There's, there's things to like about it. There, like there, it... There, there are things here and there that kind of work, but the yeah. the the whole movie overall, it barely hangs together. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't like yeah. it's 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 squarely in my doesn't suck category of things. Like I'm not mad I saw this movie, you know. Um and like I enjoyed what I saw, but at the same time it was still kind of like okay, that's it. All right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, kind of. I mean, I I don't know. I I found myself, you know, wondering about the the runtime multiple mm-hmm. points during the runtime mm-hmm. and wondering is any of this going to actually go anywhere? There's a lot of it that doesn't. The end kind of sort of does. It sort, it of. sort of ends on a very slightly up note, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's an up note. Yeah, we'll go with that. Although I feel like it's going to go down real quickly afterward, but it could. I, it, it, it could. could, could it could, could very go either well way, could. but it's, 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 it's a, it's definitely, you know, up a little bit from, you know, where the, preceding several sequences had been right but yeah so like this one uh i'm not gonna out out recommend um you might get something out of it check out a trailer when it comes if it seems like it's something that's gonna click with you cool um but i'd wait till streaming on this one and um yeah um i did like on on my own i was able to also see a real pain which is jesse eisenberg's second movie which is about Mm. um uh cousins going to europe to learn kind of about where their family came from and, you know, reckoning with the Holocaust. And it is a comedy, um, despite me saying it like that, which is really <laughs> funny because when I talk about, the funny thing is when I talk about zone of interest, when we when we get to that, I'm going to actually spin it a different way. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, that one actually, I think will be pretty popular when it comes out. It's got, it's got a pretty good, like, comedy vibe to it it's actually very funny as kieran culkin in it who's you know coming off succession really well and it's you know it's the, the the quiet guy and the loud guy on a trip together so it's not like a movie you haven't seen before but it's pretty entertaining and i enjoyed it um and i also was able to see love me um a post-apocalyptic romance about a buoy and a satellite in love after after humans have gone extinct that's what Sundance is about, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah weird yep. stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I already my review for that is already up on the site um, by the time you're hearing this, so you can you can check out my thoughts on that. Um, that one I am going to recommend so folks to check out. Um, it's very unusual. It's very weird. I think it'll probably end up with a PG-13 rating, probably. So I think, whereas I think all three ah, movies no, see, we that, saw... That, that is unusual for a Sundance film. <laughs> that is unusual. For, whereas I think all three of these movies that we reviewed are definitely going to oh, be yeah. squarely R-rated. Yeah, um, very, very hard R's. Yeah, yeah. Where like Love Me is like gonna be is like um, it's probably gonna be. I would be surprised if it got an R rating. It could happen, but I'd be surprised if it did. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Me because I just wasn't quick enough. Uh, Love Me was sold out. There were no additional passes to stream it available, so Mm -hmm. I missed out on that this time. But it's got a couple of big stars in it. Already been picked up. Somebody's gonna distribute this sometime in the not too distant future yeah although like it's kind of weird like how some things were just like right now and some things are you know a little bit down the line like eileen like just yeah. finally became available and that was that that was last that premiered last year so yeah yeah it's 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 weird and you know some things are, are picked up even before you know sundance so distributors right. will, will have seen them you know and 
like before I had anybody wa- else has. Yeah. Yeah. And I had wanted to see um, sometimes I think about dying um, with Daisy Ridley and that just mm. came out um, now. So yeah, like, yeah. Literally, like, like last week or something. So mm-hmm. yeah. You know, one we, we watched out of Sundance last year, uh, run rabbit run. Yeah. Had already been picked up by Netflix mm-hmm. at that, at that point before it, it, it ran at, at Sundance. So mm-hmm. Yeah, what the heck? It's the kind of stuff that's just sort of fun to do. Maybe one of these days we should try to go to TIFF. Yeah, that'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, Toronto, man. Anyway. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe we can get really, really highfalutin and go all the way to France. Uh, I don't know if that's happening, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked in. No, I've looked into that. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I would love for that to happen. I'll put that out in the ether. How would I say that? Je voudrais l'attendre dans le festival. Le festival. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's the worst French ever, um, but yeah, better than mine. Yeah. Uh, also, Venice. I mean, you know what to hate. Yeah, yeah. Or exactly. Tribeca. What? Yeah, they're 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 festivals. Tribeca, like I, that one I don't know about. Like Con is very much only certain people get to go to Con. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, Tiff, anybody can go to Tiff Sundance. Um, you know, mo- mo- actually, a good number of the film festivals you can just like go to. If you if you if you buy the tickets, if you pay yep. for the pass, you can just go to things. Um, but yeah, like Con and maybe Venice are like specific people go to that. But mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Only maybe people just, like Mr. Bean. Yeah, maybe I just need to make make friends with like like a big person. Like yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so that that's our Sundance. Our Sundance episode for this year. I've been enjoying. This is our fourth time going, and I like. I've you know, it's always interesting to see where film could be going. So I'm very glad that we've been doing this. Um, next up, we'll be talking about uh, the best picture nominees. Um, that should be coming in the feed pretty soon. So look out yep. for that. Yep, yep. I've got some some catching up to do in uh, in in that area, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll get them covered. Yep. So, but for now, that's our show. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We'll sun dance if we want to. We'll leave them bros behind.